Yo, it's good. This is the Arlington Cinema Draft House Podcast. I'm the host, Petey Steele. And I'm your co-host, Elena Torres. And today we have two of my favorite comics in the game. Uh, they're coming here on September 20th and 21st with your girl opening for them. It's going to be a great time. We're going to talk to them. We're going to have a great, great, great combo. Please welcome Carlos Santos and Francisco Ramos. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for having me. Francisco, you're representing, man. You got the O's hat, the Thievery Corporation on the wall. That's right. I mean, you glad you had it. Yeah, old DC, man. Yes. Uh, big yeah, fans right. of both of those of both of those bands and teams. So yeah. So yeah, representing. So you guys are on the road together again. What made you guys start wanting to tour together? Uh, we worked together. Uh, we met. We met a long time. We had been like, you know, we've been friends in the in the world of comedy and acting for a while but it wasn't until we did uh hentified uh a few years ago we worked together uh for a little bit and then um it just seemed like a good idea because there were a couple other comedians that were doing the show it just felt like a really good idea to do like a little tour for promotion and you know try to get something together but unfortunately right this is the, the short version of the story is like not everybody could do it and so it ended up being just the two of us and it kind of like worked out really well. We didn't, we, didn't have, we didn't have any expectations going into it other than just to perform. But then pretty soon we started figuring out that we had like a lot of chemistry with the crowds together. Like it just kind of happened. I do remember the, the first time we did crowd work, we were just kind of like messing around with it. Yeah, I mean, I think it was in the maybe the when we did the Batavia one, right? I feel that's. Far oh, away. yeah, yeah. Chicago. But that's when we like really like, hey, let's start doing something. Suburb. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I first saw people posting about that, I was like, what is Batavia? I thought maybe it was like it's some, we were like, also little Latin Batavia. Town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If we were just saying Batavia, I'd be fine, but we were made it seem like it's a Lord of the Rings location. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. It does kind of sound like that. To me, it is. What is Batavia or Batavia? It's a suburb in Chicago. I mean, it's like an hour, right? An hour from Chicago. Yeah. Or like but I don't know what it actually means. It sounds like Bavarian. It almost sounds like a like a pretzel, like a, a pretzel or a beer. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Batavia should have a, 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 a beer or something like that, yeah, or yeah. their own sausage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> and Francisco, we know we've had you on the pond before. You know, we know you're originally from the area. How's it always feel to come and perform back where you're from? Well, you're from Venezuela, but back yeah, where well, you well, yeah, where I grew up. It's fun. I mean, it's always it's like uh, it's just fun because also I'll see a lot of friends that still live there. You know, so that's kind of the thing. But also, it's just fun going back to where I, uh, you know, where I grew up before I even started doing comedy because it's always like. You know, it's a difference, kind of like I, the person that I was there when I was there and then the person that I'm when I left. So it's kind of fun to see the the differences of what I liked when I was there and what I now I don't like when I'm living here. So, but yeah, I always enjoyed coming to D.C. and it was a, so it's a great, you know, always a lot of my good friends come come through to the show. So that's always good. And Carlos, tell us a little bit. <laughs> we know we know. But Francisco's from the area, but he's from Venezuela. But tell us about you. Where are you from? When did you come to the U.S.? All the stuff. Well, technically. 
Uh, in spite of my mustache, I am from Puerto Rico. I was born and raised in Puerto Rico, and I left after my freshman year of college. I ended up in California. I uh, went to Fresno State. I originally was computer engineering. I switched over to theater, and I started doing stand-up at Fresno and uh, improv. And then eventually, when I graduated, I moved down to L.A., and then I just started. Basically, I'd been in L.A. pretty much ever since. I took a little detour into hosting. I lived in New York for about four years when I was doing that, and I came back, and I've been here, you know, hustling, just uh, just doing it. That's that's a that's the most concise version of my. I was gonna say that was quick. You gave, you gave us all you gave us all the facts. I think yeah. that was like in a two minute. That was quick. The elevator just, pitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The you so you were you were in New York for four years for comedy, or because you do I a lot of acting at- too. At MTV. So what happened is I came out to, I mean, I wanted to do comedy. I wanted to do acting. And I, it just ended up the opportunity to become a host kind of presented itself. And I ended up doing it for almost seven years. I didn't really come out to do it. I never, I didn't study communications or, or whatever, but I feel like the improv and the stand-up really helped kind of put me in a place where I, I was able to, to function very well. And it also helps. I think you either can read a prompter or you can't. And I think I, I thankfully had that going for me. So had a pretty uh, successful hosting career for a little bit, but it's not what I wanted to do. So ultimately, I had to make a choice and start from scratch. And But while I was in New York doing MTV, I would also do stand up and I would also do stuff on the side as well. So I was, you know, it was just it's just been a process of, you know, kind of doing everything. As long as I was doing some kind of comedy related thing, I, then my my comedy demons uh, were successfully exercised. So, Carlos, I got to know this Fresno scene. Um, I've been to Fresno about okay. 13, 14 years ago. It is the most bizarre town I've ever been. It was cool, but it was like stores were open two days a week for like three or four hour clips. They're selling like K-Bar knives from Vietnam and like weird comics and Amish. Qu- it was it was wild. And I know I went to the Tower District where like the arts was supposed to be. I didn't see anything related to like comedy i've never heard of this market can you elaborate a little on that is it worth elaborating on i mean you got yeah you well, there. for me it was because i was in the door i was in the dorms when i lived there so i had it was very much like campus related i uh i enjoyed my time you know uh but i was also insulated because i was it was you know in college uh, but I think I ended up performing there like at that like, there's a casino that they have in downtown. That was like the first time I did a show that was like paid for the first time opening up for it was really cool because there were a lot of like comedians that were coming up through the valley. So I ended up like kind of cutting my teeth with like because I started doing it and in, in, like I, I took a class and I kept doing it in college and stuff like for for like within the community. But then I met enough people that I started getting booked around. So like I remember I opened up for comedians like Carlos Oscar. I don't know if you remember. You know, Carlos Oscar is and like Freddie Soto before he passed away. I got to really yeah. like kind of like this was a long time ago. This was like 2003. So I was really able to have that like, ooh, drunken Mexican audience. Boom, go get him. <laughs> I, I had like maybe five minutes of it. So I was like really just putting it all out there, five to 10 minutes. Uh, but it was great, you know, and they were, it was a really like interesting point in my life because I was really, you know, when you're starting out, you're trying to find your voice and, and it was fun. It was a fun little thing. And it, it really helped me kind of set me in the right direction when I moved down to L.A. Your voice is Mexican drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My voice is Mexican drunk. Yeah. My voice? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. There is what happens is no. <laughs> yeah. I found my voice uh, within the, the, you know, 
what I mean, drunk Mexican people is that you know they're they're rowdy. So like you have to come correct, like you can't. So that was fun. And then eventually when I moved down to LA, I like uh, I was doing Second City, and it was at the time it was next to the Improv. So I would do I would like intern at Second City, and then we shared the same bathroom. So I would sneak into the Improv, and I would catch shows. And eventually I started doing a lot of like the the uh, the famous refried Fridays uh, that Richard Villa used to host a long time ago. That was kind of like my my uh, my way in there. Do you guys still have Fresno? Yes, Fresno, very much a campus town. Sorry to go back to the question, campus okay. town uh, for me, but I haven't been back in a while. Uh, I think you know. I think I don't. I don't have any like weird memories like that. No. I think it was because more like it was school related for me. Yeah, yeah. I've also no, been to Fresno. Back. I've also oh. been to Fresno a bunch of times, but I don't remember it. Like yeah. I don't remember. Like I've been there because I have family in Sacramento. And so I've okay. been to Fresno a couple times, but I don't really remember what's even there. Kind of want other, other than the school. I want to go back and perform that. I don't know why I haven't. I'd be really cool to do some some dates there in Fresno. It'd be really nice to do like a comeback to <laughs> homecoming. Do you guys ever still get to perform for drunk Mexican audiences? I feel like you guys are touring all over the place. Like Francisco, oh, you we, tour a lot. We like, perform for all the drunken uh, people. Whatever drunk. We don't I have a drink. <laughs> drunk, sober, whatever you are. No, uh, I mean, we got, we've got, I mean, we got them people here and there that, you know, that get rowdy and, you know, that were like, wanna, not even rowdy, that, you know, they just want to talk or like they just, you know, they get, sometimes they don't know how to, uh, they, or they're just very enthusiastic about being on the show. So they just want to like, you know, kind of be saying. So then it's kind of like, you got to be like, well, you got to, you have to, answer everything we ask or anything like you know so stuff like that but they've never heard the word the phrase uh figure uh figure uh, what is it uh rhetorical question they've never heard that before yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean and that but that i mean and so but yeah we haven't gotten any like bad bad yeah Everybody's i think you've gotten like, that but i don't think we i'll take that over like disrespectful people that are really having have issues and they want to like disrupt exactly or they just want to come in and just be just sure. happy and destroy the show you know like we haven't got that you know i think we get like a good crowd of people that come in and they're just kind of like just want to enjoy the show and watch the show you know yeah yeah mm-hmm. so the mexicans are the best behaved drunk yeah. <laughs> okay hell yeah 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 where's the mexicans are the best that's my, that's my kind of rowdy that's my kind of rowdy right sure. right i find them to be super excited i recently started well recently for the past year or so i know both you guys do comedy in spanish I started doing comedy in Spanish like a year ago. I think it's such a cool market, such a cool audience. Have you guys, how have you guys found that whole scene? Yeah, we've been, I mean, I've been doing it here, you know, whenever there's an opportunity here in LA, you know, there's not that many shows. So now whenever there's like a show, I'll try to do it, you know, just to kind of work on that muscle because I feel it is a muscle. Like, I mean, even though I'm fluent in Spanish, you know, I don't have that quickness or that, or the reps that I have in English. So I want to get to that level, you know? So, but whenever I love, I want to do it. I want to do it. It's just a, it's just a thing of like, just getting the more opportunities to do it. You know, so the cool thing with Carlos is that since we're both fluent and, you know, if we get like, you know, if we get like a dev, like when we done Miami, we can definitely, we definitely do Spanglish, you know, or like even, <laughs> you know, like talk Spanish and within some people, you know, we had a one guy, I remember like, 
he was in the show. He didn't know. He came. He didn't wow. know English, and we were just. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we thought that he wasn't paying attention, but it was he literally asking for like, "What did he?" What, what yeah, yeah, name? yeah. It was just. Like, <laughs> and, a, and after we talked to him in Spanish, he blossomed. He's talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he wouldn't shut up. I was like, yeah. wow. <laughs> I like that one. You didn't know better. Uh, for me, it was really cool because I finally got to perform in Puerto Rico. Um, uh, it's crazy to me that it, it took this long, but like I. I to be able to do it in Spanish and in Puerto Rico is nice for me because I feel like I can really let loose in terms of like, I'm not worried about like slang. I'm not worried, like whatever comes out. A lot of times here, um, you know, I have to be very careful because I tend to speak faster in Spanish or it tends to be a little harder to for people to understand. So I have to kind of go into like, kind of like in the between mode. Uh, but in Puerto Rico, I performed a couple of times. I performed uh, over over Christmas and I performed every time I, now that I'm, I'm, I'm hooked up with some of the people that have shows over there. So now whenever I come back, I squeeze in a show or two. So I think it's really, it's really cool. It's really cool for me to kind of like, and also, which we talked about, me and Francisco talk about all the time, like if, if a joke works, if a material works, it should work in both. It's just a, a matter of how you present it. Because there are a lot of phrases, you know, that it forces you to write uh, uh, in a way that it's not dependent on a slang or a pop culture situation, which is yeah. like, I think, uh, or, and even if it is, it just, you just have to bring the information in a different way. But if it's foundationally strong, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work regardless of like what language you use. So it's exciting. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of work, but it's it's fun. I love it. Yeah, I didn't expect translating to be part of it. Like I thought, you know, you'd have to write all stuff for Spanish and not, and then I translated some jokes, and then they worked, and I was like, yep. "Whoa, this is crazy!" Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't do. I basically translate all my bits that work, except there, mm -hmm. you know, maybe a couple of ones that don't work or don't translate well but I mean that's right also that's what I have I like to write I like to write stuff that's mm -hmm. kind of universal and it's not dependent on on something so like I think that's the thing the same thing in Spanish and then yeah like what Carlos said I try to use words that are you know that everybody understands kind of like the neutral Spanish vocabularies because I want to be able to not just cater to Venezuelan people for example but just to anybody that understands yeah. that's right that's and how many, I mean, in terms of like adaptation to different dialects, have you had any difficulty with that? Like Venezuelan versus Puerto Rican or like Spanish or Mexican or anything like that? You mean like saying it or hearing it? What do you mean exactly? Well, like, okay, I know like certain way dialects of Spanish are different in different countries and such. Now, have you had any difficulty with like different audiences you've seen from like different like you said you performed in Puerto Rico or Francisco said Venezuela and such has that been hard translating I mean between those well uh it's um, yeah I mean I feel like if uh you know especially because it's in sometimes in the U.S. so you get a little more lenience of people that kind of like even if they you throw one word in English that people get that kind of they get it so uh I haven't had the chance to perform like in Latin America or yet or in Spain oh, to watch, no. really see and that, them. And that would be different because of the style. I don't think it would be different because exactly. of the language. Because they're, used to, because of, like, they're used to another type of, or my, even, in, even in, I went to Miami and I performed once in a, just full Spanish in this Venezuelan show. And these are, these are Venezuelan people that are just basically just got there. So they're pretty much just Venezuelan. Right. 
you know, the stuff that I was doing, they were looking at me like, well, who are you? Like, cause I'm like, I have the Venezuelan accent, but I wasn't talking about that stuff that they're used to, or oh, even well, using the same slang that they used to. Cause I don't, you know, I haven't been there in forever. So that stuff where I was like, oh, like I realized it's like, oh yeah. Um, and that one, that took me a little trick to be like, to figure it out because I was like, you know, I'm not fully Venezuelan. So I cannot do the stuff that they are used to, you know, if they're coming with that mindset, that's a bit. Like localized or regional. Yeah. Exactly. It's like the cultural references of like what they're used to dealing about and talking exactly. about. Or even so the, yeah, so yeah or even the topics that they're used to talking, you know, especially because I left Venezuela before all the stuff that happened. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like, and they're, they're referenced stuff like that. I'm like, I didn't go through it. So I don't even know uh, what. That's interesting. Connect with that, you know. Mm -hmm. Sure. So, so it's more topical adaptations and like dialect. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Of, yeah. Because I think still a lot of Venezuela, I mean, like a lot of like Latin culture, still a lot related to where you're from or like a lot 100%. of like. So, and that's the thing that I'm, I'm trying to do differently or trying to work on where I want to just do material that it doesn't matter where you're from. You're just going to understand because you understand Spanish. Same thing what I do with English. You know, I can go to Australia or England and I, I know I can perform there and they're going to get me, you know? So that's kind of like the same thing that I want to do, but it takes longer because, I mean, you have to kind of adjust the words and the vocabulary so everybody understands, you know, because if you use one word for elevator that you, that in Venezuela they use and they don't use it in, you know, Chile or Spain, you got to, like, you know, stuff like that. Those are little things that you got to kind of like. Yeah, get. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like that's closer to like how comedians, when they go overseas, they go quickly around. They're like, oh, what's the version of this thing? Or what's the version of like, what do you guys consider? And it just by plugging those things in a, in a format, you know, if your stand up is the same, but instead of saying the New York Times, you say whatever the, the paper, you know, stuff like that is sure. it's kind of similar for me. When I go to Puerto Rico, the joke is the same, but then I feel like I could, I could go regional and say certain things that are not going to work anywhere else. But, so that's what for me. But because the joke, the the joke is not is universal. That's the thing. I think it's like yeah, yeah it doesn't depend on yeah, yeah, absolutely. You make the joke regional, then it's like, then that's not gonna work no matter if you change one word or not. But if if you if the joke is universal, and then yeah, you can change words, but if the same joke works everywhere, then that's the yeah. that and that's the thing that you need to do to able even to connect with the crowd quicker. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you, it's you go on the road here in England and you go like anywhere like DC or you know Chicago and you talk a little bit about you know like little local stuff just to get the crowd in the beginning. Sure. Local yeah. color. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like Francisco, you had a joke. It was actually in Spanish, but it reminded me this happens all the time. And I wonder if you have this joke in English. It's the one where you talk about, and I'm paraphrasing you, but the one where you talk about when you meet Latin people in the US. And you'll talk to them in Spanish, but they pretend they don't speak Spanish. If they speak, they only speak English, but they don't even speak English. That happens yeah. to me, especially because I look like this and sound like this. Mm -hmm. You look you like know, you're Mexico. It's a trap. It's a trap. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. They always like, like I'll talk to them in Spanish. Like I'm talking to them in like perfect Spanish. Like especially yeah, the Mexican. So I'm like, I'm like, dude, like this is the same. And they will talk to me in like shitty English. I'm like, why? Yeah, <laughs> I don't hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, do you hear me? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. That uh, the old blonde Spanish speaker. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
they get they get scared. It's like this is not interest this person. I'm not gonna, yeah. gonna pretend I know English or whatever. But yeah, no, I I mean, and that's a joke that started that I started doing in English, and then oh really? Yeah, and then I could be like, oh, this obviously works in Spanish as well. But it it had that, so that's kind of like a perfect example of a bit that I can do, you know, either way, and it's just that they works both in English and Spanish, and then yeah, I just have to change maybe like one word or one thing just to, you know, to relate to that type of crowd. But, you know, but, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I like. I mean, even like all the stuff that I'm working on right now, like I, uh, the other day I did a show in Spanish and I, you know, I worked on it, but like basically I was just translating, you know, as I was doing it, you know, like literally simultaneously and stuff like that. And, real you know, time. Nice. Uh, yeah. Real time. yeah. Mm -hmm. but then I was like, but yeah, so I, so that's cool to know that like, Hey, stuff works and it's just, it's just a matter of like, you know, polishing the, the, you know, the bits just in terms of the, the quickness of doing it and the, the, the fast, you know, and then just to use the words specifically, you know, just little things like that, but that's just from practice. That's not just from, you know, just from doing it a lot, you know. Well, watch out after August, after August, Francisco's going to be uh, unveiling his new marriage material. <laughs> it's gonna be the new oh yeah are you you're, are you getting married this are you getting married in august yeah yeah the 25th whoa are you still getting married in spain i remember you were saying that you guys yes. were getting married in spain uh -huh. wow how's that going it's going yeah it's going, <laughs> <laughs> it's going. It's going. <laughs> happening yeah no uh yeah pretty much everything's ready you know like uh, in terms of the whole organization is just now it's just getting getting there and then getting all the people organized carlos is going which is cool nice uh, yeah it'll be fun i'm looking for where uh, so the wedding is in denia which is uh it's like a big beach city next uh like an hour from valencia and an hour mm -hmm. from Alicante and like uh I've you know, been there. you've been there i oh. lived in spain for a year when i was in college Oh, cool. Oh, where? Uh, Sevilla. Mm. Oh, yeah. South, mm -hmm. South. That's awesome. Yeah, so yeah. that's where it is. I'm going to try doing a Spanish set sometime soon and see how badly I butcher it from my Spanish <laughs> 20 years ago. But I think it'll be fun. Yeah, no, no. That's, people always like that, especially, like, I think Spanish-speaking people, they always love to hear somebody that, you know, doesn't, you know, has an accent when they speak Spanish, you know, that's just, just a thing that we, everybody will, like, you'll always get the crowd with you just because you're trying, you know. Yeah, a gringo with yeah. courage. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's the name of your special. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> gringo with courage in Telemundo. Yeah. I sort of like, you know, when I was there the first month or so, just trying out Spanish vocabulary to like learn how to form sentences. And it was like full of false cognates and words that don't trans or translate wrong. Like I remember one time I was telling them I didn't want to eat as much food as I was enjoying there because I was going to gain weight. And I said to them, uh, estoy comiendo menos preservativos. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's really funny about that that in spain preservatives is what they call condoms you exactly know yeah yeah oh i thought that's what you were saying sorry i didn't know no 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 for any english speaking or uh, listeners that's clarify for yeah yeah clarify for, took care of that for you yeah, yeah. yeah sorry yeah. <laughs> no 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 totally cool that's fine like, why are you eating celery condoms 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, try to eat less. Try to eat less condoms. Yeah. 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 I'm working. <laughs> still. Yeah. But yeah, no, but looking forward to the weddings happening. So yeah, that's, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think everything like, you know, with me, like I just try to work with material that, you know, it definitely will come, something will happen and a lot of stuff will happen that I'm going to start. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How and, and has been planning the wedding from far away? Has that been dramatic? Yeah, it actually has been pretty, you know, hasn't been that bad. We did, uh, we did go in April to kind of like meet everybody and kind of check everything and all that stuff. Just to, but then, but yeah, we had a, we have a great wedding planner and she's the very like, you know, like on top of everything. Every time we have a question, she answers right back. So it's been, and now with like technology, it's not, you know, it's not hard to just, yeah. And, uh, not with AI. It's so easy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I'm actually not going to the wedding. I mean, it's just an AI version. I of think myself. I'm talking yeah, to a go. person. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, yeah, so it hasn't been that hard. You know, that's the cool thing about it, you know. And Carlos, are you making a trip out of it? Are you going to be there for a long time? Uh, no, actually, I think I'm in between. I don't know, because I have some stuff coming up before and after. So I might be only taking advantage of that weekend. Oh, uh, dude, get an AI comic. Enjoy yourself. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I got to get a, I gotta clone, a clone AI for myself. I'm going to try to see, but I the problem with me in my entire life and careers is that it's really hard for me to plan ahead. And Francisco knows this, so that's why I like it. Take it like anytime that I famously plan for something ahead, I end up spending double because I end up spending the thing and the paying to change it and whatever. So literally, I got to a point where I was like, I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to wait till I get closer, you know, a little bit more clarity in my on my and it and I and it pays out because I literally just have some stuff like that might be happening like the 19th so it might be doing that and then taking over and then like moving forward it's gonna get pretty uh hectic around that time so I uh I mean I would love to stay longer but I got I have to be <laughs> I have to be reasonable about, about the trip yeah also totally. I've been to Spain a lot so it's fine I'm not uh, I used to date a girl from Spain so there was a chunk of time ah. where I should I should clarify that I've been to Spain. Uh, there was a span of two years where I went. No to wonder Spain. you got the wow. condom reference. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So I, I'm happy to go, and I've never been to Lenia, but it, you know, I, I, I've, I've, uh, I've put in my time in Spain. I think, right. you know, uh, I don't have to stay longer than I have to. Yeah, I'm safer, <laughs> safer maybe to stay to stay not that long. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Picking up what you're putting down. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, what about you guys? You guys going on a honeymoon after? Are you guys making a honeymoon out of it? Oh, no, not no, because we're gonna be already be there for like almost two weeks. You know, okay. it's kind of like pre, you're doing a pre honeymoon. Yeah, like it's gonna be. It's already like a vacation. It's just been there and all that stuff. So like we're just yeah. Once we, and plus then we have a dog and a cat and we have to like come back and you know and you know. So I think we're just doing it afterwards. You know, like another time. You know, like we're not. You know, so after, mm -hmm. after the wedding. So. Which is when cool. you get in that first day after all the trips, you're gonna get home. You'll be like, "Well, day one." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. 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 I know. So, uh, but yeah, no, I feel like we don't. I mean, the fact that it's already a cool, you know, like I'm looking forward to it because it's gonna be like a vacation and then hanging out with a lot of friends. So, like to me, that's like that's part of the of the thing. It's not just for the wedding; it's just the other stuff. That, you know. Sure. And 
have your families hung out before? Uh, no, this is going to be the first time they're going to like, kind of like, you know, be together. But the fact that, you know, my mom, you know, kind of speaks kind of like broken English. Uh, yeah. So, and she's shy. So, you know, in terms of talking, they're not going to be talking too much. <laughs> so, like it's going to be like, but I mean, they, they know each other just through, you know, social media stuff, but yeah, it's going to be, it is, it is going to be the first time they see each other or be hanging out with each other. Yeah. Wow. You're saying that's going to be, that's going to, now that I know this, I'm going to be, mira, paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, uh, it's, uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that, yeah, a lot of people haven't seen each other that are also from like DC that I have some stuff with them. So like, it, you know, it's, yeah, but you got to have a little, little drama just to make it. That's make right. It, well, that's right. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get make at. It memorable. Where's the drama? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Got to make it memorable. Yeah. There's a reason they ask if anyone has any objections. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hopefully. I mean, hopefully it's not to the wedding, but if they're, they have a, not having objections to him. Yeah. Why did you invite him? Problem. You know, I hate him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I thought that was the hardest part of having a wedding, I think, was just family dynamics. You know, and making sure everybody feels included where they want to feel included and all that. I found that to be the hardest part, but then it's over really fast. Do you think it's exhausting though? Do you feel like it's a lot of like... It's a lot of work. I thought. I thought it was a lot of work. And that's the thing too that I've been hearing. That's why I want to, you know, tell my fiance too. It's like, we to enjoy it because it's like, it goes so fast and it's like, like might as well. And I mean, nothing's going to be like planned. You know, so it's like might as well know that in the you know, just have and then just say just go with the just go with the flow pretty much. And that's you don't it. even know if you're gonna get married. You don't even know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Happens. It's true. You never know. <laughs> oh, it's, a yeah. it's a process. Yeah. I would I would say I would say like as somebody who is married and I had I was I was kind of bridezilla, like I was like very obsessed with the wedding and very obsessed with like all these details, and I had a lot of fun on the day. But now, you know, six years out or whatever, I would say like the wedding's not that important. Like it's just fun. It's just like good for everybody to hang out and for everybody to have the pictures. And then it just really it's done so fast that it really doesn't matter at all. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's like the, the whole details to me. It's like nobody cares so much. Nobody remember. I mean, everybody remember the party and the fun times and that's it. They don't care like that the napkin was rose and gold you know and like like stuff like that so to me that's why i've also been that's been my pitch yeah (laughs) (laughs) this stuff that nobody even gonna care or remember about so it's like let's spend let's just you know do the stuff that's important which is the food and the drinks and the music you know yeah that's that's really that's all that matters like even all the all the details later people would have told me that like oh it doesn't matter that much but really all that meant like people go in and they're like this is pretty and they don't notice that you spent like four days picking like the flower combo to go perfectly with the table setting or whatever exactly they're not yeah they're you know there's yeah i think it's like i don't think it's especially if you have a cool venue too that's like you don't need that much you know, that, that's, that's another thing too. It's like, no, the venue is the thing that, you know, yeah. you, 
add other stuff to it to make it Saturday cool, whatever. I will say, though, if you put a whole bunch of work and money into obsessively making the best venue, I bet you could guilt them into a more expensive registry. Mm. Depends if they're traveling. That's been interesting. Well, I kind of, you know what, I kind (laughs) of threw myself a lot with that one because I I used to a bit about that I because all my friends are getting married and everything they want you know that so I was like like that destination weddings and I was like the gift is me like why do I have to give you (laughs) remember that joke I remember that joke (laughs) so but I'm fine with that so I'm fine with the people that are going that that they don't need but the people that are not going that I invited and they're the ones that are like, hey, man, you got a bunny app. You're not going. So, like, yeah. that, that bid has nothing. Like, everybody that's going, I don't expect them to give me a gift. I'm cool with just, that. You're just sending them an, e- an email of, like, prices of the flight so they can kind of figure out how much they can give you. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. you go. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went with the spirit price? Fantastic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, but, yeah, I mean. I mean, it's funny because yeah like and it's funny how that's i don't know if it happened to you how people don't uh rsvp you know like uh like it's like you know you would ex- i don't I'm, I'm fine i understand it's very hard to travel you know and to do all this stuff and to take time from your life and money and all that stuff but it's fact that a lot of people just didn't even said oh no i can't you know like, just say it you know like yeah, yeah it's fine like yeah. say yes or no it's fine you don't not gonna but it's like, and I don't know if people just forget or just people are just afraid of not even saying anything. Yeah, to... a lot of people are afraid to commit and feel like the pressure if they commit and then they don't go as opposed to go last minute. But that's mm-hmm. a human nature thing. I think that happens. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, because I've been asking. What is, hearing all you guys talk about this makes me feel like what we really need is like a, like a marriage manager who can like <laughs> learn about the families and make sure that they're, yeah. so you can even, you know, like call the people that are not, like they're being jerks or because that seems like a lot. It seems like you need like a buffer of some kind. Otherwise, you don't oh, get to. Absolutely. Do. If I ever get married, I'm going to hire one. And I'm first order of business and making sure everybody on the invite list has a credit score of 700 and above. <laughs> <laughs> nice. See, there it is. Forward thinking. That's how you do it. Right. Right. Yeah. For us, we got married. We got married in Mexico and a big chunk of the guest list was from mexico city where i grew up two-income households just kidding yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) if not the person will work for you uh but there was a big like with the mexican side the planner our planner was mexican he was like you just have to assume that even though they say yes at the last minute i forget what the percentage was percentage you're gonna get a percentage of people in the first so he's like i'm i'm gonna even like take away a table Cause there's like a whole table that's going to cancel on you the weekend of. And I was like, not me. My <laughs> people aren't like that. And it definitely happened. Happens, definitely yeah. happened. I've gotten actually uh, just people that actually have been uh, adding, like I invited them and then they're like, Hey, uh, is there still room? And yeah. <laughs> I think they, they, they started, you know, they get in the mofo of the other people that are going and then they're like, yeah. I mean, yeah, so we need a standby list, essentially. Is That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was funny. I was at a wedding this past weekend. Shout out to comics uh, Nicole and Jamie Bennedy who got married this past weekend. And a couple people bailed, like, last minute. So Nicole's like, holy shit. You know, I'm just going to start calling people that were, like, 
standby or whatever, like, hey, want a free steak or whatever, uh, you know? Yeah. And, and, and one of them showed up at my table, and then it was awkward because she had to introduce herself like, hey, I was just like an add-on, and I was like, great, you put me at the fucking table with the second Steve tier. Warmers. Bitch. Oh my yeah, 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 Steve Warmers. <laughs> that's funny. But that's the thing that I didn't do. I didn't I, – I, I only invited people that – that I just, you know, that's it. Just one time. Whoever, I mean, I didn't want to make like lists of like, if these yeah. people can go, because I felt, because they did, somebody did that to me and I'm like, fuck that. Like, I don't like that. Like, that's like, that's like weird of like, oh yeah, sorry, you, this person comes to you, it's kind of like second fiddle. And I'm like, I don't want yeah. people feel like that. So these are just people that, you know, that are still, that I invited them now. They're like, oh, by the way, I can't actually make it. So it wasn't like, they're like, I invited them extra after people didn't go, but, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like that's because then it's like, you're just doing it just to. Yeah. Like, just like, Oh, I need another plate or something or whatever. It's like, nah, it's like, I'm inviting people because I want them to be there. That's it. I don't care. I've definitely been on that like second tier list before for destination where you get where it's like a month away or six weeks away. And you're you're like, come to my wedding. And you're like, I see how it is. Yeah, I was like, yeah, like two months before, like, come on. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm second choice, so is your husband. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> your husband has to wait in the parking lot. Sorry. <laughs> so we know Francisco's getting married in August. Carlos, what about you? What are you doing in August? What can you tell us about? Oh, you got a new idea oh, yeah. for me. Yes, sir, I do. I was thinking. Uh, ooh, there we oh, go. That? Switching. That was. That was- <laughs> 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 I hit the wrong button. That's how much I don't want to talk about getting married. Um, <laughs> September, I have uh, August. What, what was the question? Go back. You <laughs> <laughs> got all flustered. <laughs> you got all messed up with all this marriage talk. Yeah. Didn't handle it. Uh, what are you? What are you doing in August other than going to Francisco's wedding? So I, I have some stuff coming up. Like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be doing the, I'm going to be hosting the Impact Awards uh, with Annie Gonzalez. For, she was on Hentified. I don't know if that's still happening, but, you know, I'll just I'll mostly still be performing stand up and the stuff that I can actually talk about. Yeah. Right. yeah. What yeah. can you talk about? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah there's there's going to be some uh, some stand up dates. We have Arlington and we're also at, I don't know if you are you also going to Dallas or no? Or is it just me? I think oh, I that's just sure. you. Yeah, that's that's just, just me. me. OK, so I want a confirmation because there's a bunch. Oh, we of also we might and I because I know uh, Lena, you've been doing the shows with uh, and Angel, Angelo Angelo. Mm-hmm. Angelo. He does a show mm-hmm. in Spanish in this and i oh told, that's right you did mention that so we might actually so we, might, we might do like the friday just yeah. i mean obviously it's a stuff that we i told him like look we got to promote the the arm to show yeah, listen, there's only room for one promotion and it's not for you i'm sorry yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh but that might happen so i gotta contact him so that'd be cool if we can do it because that'd be great to be able to be able to Spanish, yeah those shows are and so fun. This isn't the place to promote them, but yeah. they're really fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so we'll see. And then, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's, uh, but yeah, so we're doing, and then hopefully other more dates come out. You know, we, we do do kind of like a, you know, maybe two months, every two months we do some, we've been doing a show in UCB, which is kind of oh, like. Nice. Uprising is Brigade Theater in, in, uh, 
in Los Angeles. Yeah, which has been great. It's been fun. It's been because it's been helping us work with our keep working our you know uh, uh, the, the the improvisation that we do with a crowd on stage, but also we invite uh, comics to perform as well. So it, it's been fun. It's been fun. Well, that's one with really good fun. So that's another one too that we always uh, promote as well. We don't know when the next one is going to be, but that's yeah, that's also fun. And where can people get at you guys on socials? Where can they find you? What? Um, go find me on Instagram and at, of course, it's Carlos. That's at, of course, it's Carlos. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> of course in case anybody was wondering of course yeah, yeah. it's because a lot of times i'll sell i'll tell people and and they think i'm being sarcastic they're like okay it's carlos no 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 of course it's carlos yeah. <laughs> sure that they know that it's, it's been it's more problematic than i thought it was gonna be but <laughs> it's part of the things that you think it's gonna work and they're like oh yeah. people uh, yeah, is- it happens. People say my last name. A lot of times hosts will say my last name is the second part of my Instagram. My Instagram is Elena Blondita and people, it's happened a lot. Oh, people that's be funny, like, like your last name. Elena Blondita. Like, is that Italian? Yeah. Miss Blondita. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Oh, yeah. For me, uh, just uh, Instagram. Uh, well, yeah, Framos Comedy, F Ramos Comedy, you know, all, you know, I'm all in Twitter, Twitter and, you know, TikTok and all those stuff. So, yeah. And then we have, and then, yeah, me and Carlos, we put all our, you know, info of like upcoming shows there, you know, because that's a thing too. When people go like, hey, they, oh, I didn't, oh, I, when are you coming? It's like, I was there last week. It's yeah. like, check mm-hmm. that stuff. I mean, like, we want, we're not hiding this. These are not secret shows, but we want people to go to the shows. So it's like, I would say when people like, anytime you want to see us in a city, just look at our social media and we'll post it there. And then if not, just ask us and then we'll tell you, you know, hey, we'll be there. But thank, thank yeah. God for the three. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But looking thank forward you. to the shows on, 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 on DC, I got, I already got some people that, you know, that have already bought tickets and they're going. And then even one guy was like, hey, I might be coming from Boston to Arlington just to see the shows because, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Amazing. We're going to have a lot of fun. So you guys, thank you so much to Francisco and Carlos for doing the pod. Uh, catch them on September 20th and 21st. Uh, two shows each night, 7 and 9.30 here at Arlington Draft House. PD, anything you want to let the people know before we go? No, just thanks for tuning in. Thanks to the guys for joining us. And uh, we will see you soon. Yeah. Awesome. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.